0: What is up you guys? Welcome back to another episode of my podcast, Something Borrowed with me, Kirsty Tam. This week's episode is episode number 10. I cannot honestly believe it, but I'm so excited. I love making these podcasts. I'm honestly not really sure of my listenership. Sometimes I'm like, is anyone even listening to these? But for those of you that do, I hope that these really help you and give you some ideas, inspiration, make you feel more sane and less stressed about wedding planning. But anyways, for this week, episode number 10, I'm going to change it up a little bit and share with you my top 10 budget saving tips. Maybe these aren't like the best top 10, but these are the ones that I just thought of when I was thinking back on planning my own wedding and thinking about wedding planning in general, what I tell clients, what I've written blog posts about, done YouTube videos about and stuff I have coming in the future for how to save money. So I also did just want to mention that I do have a YouTube wedding series. And I call it Wedding Wednesday. I do it every Wednesday released at 3 p.m. Same day as this podcast. I also want to disclose that I might be recycling some information between these fl- platforms but that's because i just want you guys to get the information and the type of media you like whether it's watching a video listening to a podcast at work on your commute in the morning getting ready cleaning whatever it is whenever you're listening to it but i did just want to say for those of you who don't know i do have that wedding series on youtube sometimes there's things that are easy to see in video form like diy tutorials or stuff like that and all the content is not going to be identical but sometimes there will be some recycling of material where I'm repeating kind of the same topics just because I think they're really important topics and I just want to make sure I can reach as many people as possible with them. So anyways, without further ado, let's get into my top 10 budget tips for your wedding. So these go in no certain order. It's just how I thought of them, how they came to mind. So number one is if you can, I've talked about this before, but DIY your own flowers, whether they are real or fake. I know Hobby Lobby or Michaels usually have coupons. You can get fake flowers there. You can go around and just play around with the flowers and make bouquets. You can use videos online of how people have made bouquets in the past, but I've I've seen some gorgeous fake bouquets made from Hobby Lobby and you can usually get like 40% off your flowers or they run specials on all the flowers and then you can use coupons on top of that. I personally DIY'd my own real flowers for my wedding and it was less than $300 for all my bridesmaids, bouquets, the centerpieces, the ceremony decor, everything. Less than $300 I bulk ordered from Sam's Club and the flowers were gorgeous. I've mentioned this before, but I do have a DIY video and a blog post about how I did my flowers for my wedding for my bridesmaids, bouquets and My centerpieces were super simple, so I didn't do a post about that. I literally just cut roses and put them in some glassware. I think there's pictures of them on my blog. But guys, seriously, if you don't think you can do it, just watch some videos about people who have done it. I didn't think I had any floral talent or anything like that. And I did a test run with a bouquet and I was like, you know what? I can actually do this. So go grab some flowers from like Trader Joe's, Stop and Drop, whatever's around you and just play around with it. See if you can make something that looks nice. If you're doubting yourself, all you really need is some floral tape, some floral scissors and just a creative I mean, honestly, not even a creative mind, just play around with it and see and watch some videos or look at some blog posts because you guys can definitely do it and it will save you so much money because wedding bouquets and flowers in general are so ridiculously expensive. I feel like I kind of rambled on about that topic for a long time, so I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep this episode number 10 shorter. I just want it to be to the point of my budget-saving tips. So number two is, in lieu of favors, make a donation to a cause. This can be something that you and your future spouse are very supportive of. Maybe it's a humane society. Maybe it's a cancer research fund. Something that kind of resonates with you guys, and then put a sign up so that your guests know, and you can make something cute, like, you know, in lieu of giving a favor, we just Decided to make a donation to this cause in uh, this wedding's honor. You can look on Pinterest or on Etsy and find some cute signs about it, but you don't have to disclose the amount. So, whatever amount you guys feel like you can donate to this cause and just let your guests know in lieu of favors, because honestly, who I mean, some people do like the favors, some people expect something, but in this day and age, like so many people. Just leave the favors on the table, honestly. I've seen so. If you guys actually want to do something for a cause and let your guests know it's kind of on behalf of them, I would definitely suggest making a donation. Number three so, this one is for stamps. So, if you guys are planning on sending paper invites for everything whether that be the actual wedding, your save the dates, your bridal shower, your bachelorette, the bachelor party. If you guys are doing paper invites for all of that, these stamps are going to add up. So the first thing that I would say is, is there something that you can do e-invites for like the bridal shower? If you're doing a Jack and Jill, can you do it for that? The bachelorette or Bachelor party, if your wedding party is not taking care of, you know, sending out invites for that, um, just anything you can do an in e invites for. But I totally get that some people like to keep it traditional and they want to send paper invites for, you know, most things. So I did want to say that my husband found this uh sale on ebay actually and it is from the usps it is legit it was forever stamps and sometimes they run like a 10 percent off discount so try googling that i'm going to see if i can find the actual link to where i bought these from but this actually like saved a lot of money and it added up and another thing on that is if you guys aren't needing stamps, totally like ask for them for Christmas or birthdays or whatever. My husband asked for stamps for Christmas, so we got like 50 stamps for Christmas. And You know what? Any little bit helps because stamps are expensive nowadays. I think it's like 55 cents, so it adds up. If you guys don't feel bad about asking them for gifts, then totally do that. So another tip number four is for bridal accessories. So I know you go to the boutique and you try on your dress and then they put on this gorgeous veil and this gorgeous belt. And then you look at the price tag of the veil and it's like $250, but you love it so much because you tried it on with the dress and you were in the moment when you fell in love with it. That is exactly what those boutiques want. But I'm telling you guys, there are some amazing veils and belts that you can get from Amazon for under $20. I did a full blog post about this, so I will have that site linked down below, so definitely check that out. But do not buy that in the moment if it's not in your budget and you don't, you know, necessarily need the $250 veil from the boutique because it's literally for one day and the dress is, you know, the dress I get, spend whatever you want on your dress, but the veil and the belt honestly check online do your research before buying it from the boutique because i guarantee you you can find something similar and it's going to be the same quality for a lot less so do your research check out my post on that tip number five for you guys is find a baker that does not specialize in wedding cake if you are getting your cake from outside of your venue i know some venues include it in their cost but also Costco's does wedding cakes because you can get tear cakes from them and it's not technically a quote unquote wedding cake, but you can design it to look like a wedding cake and it's relatively inexpensive. So if you guys have a Costco near you or a bakery that doesn't necessarily specialize in wedding cakes, it is going to be a lot cheaper and it's probably going to taste better, honestly. Tip number six for you guys is use IKEA and Dollar Tree if you are doing DIY decor. IKEA has great candles, candle glassware, lanterns, florals, everything you could imagine for your decor. And it's all relatively inexpensive. You can order online if you want to place a bulk order and get a one, you know, flat shipping fee instead of having multiple orders. Also, Dollar Tree does order online if you want to order. So I ordered. 36 votives for my centerpieces and then you can pick up in store for free and that was $36 for literally like all my centerpieces so definitely check on their websites they have some really cute things and they're all really inexpensive I'm going to make a video on Dollar Tree and Ikea kind of centerpiece ideas maybe with three different ideas in the coming future so stay tuned for that on my YouTube channel but in the meantime I do have a blog post on my DIY centerpieces that I got Pieces primarily from Ikea and Dollar Tree if you guys want to check that out. Tip number seven is ask if you can stock your own bar. This really depends on the type of venue. If it's like an all-inclusive venue, chances are they're not going to let you. But if it's a more flexible venue or you're doing like a tent wedding and having a caterer, see if you can stock your own bar and then you can buy bulk liquor for cheaper. Or if you just want to do beer and wine instead of not having liquor, that'll save you money too. So it's always worth asking. The worst that they're going to say is no. So try asking because that will save you a lot of money. And tip number 8 is buffet versus plated dinners. So I'm going to have a video and probably podcast coming soon about things that your guests don't care about. Spoiler, this is on it, but I felt like I had to say it in this episode as well. So buffet for versus plated your guests usually don't care as long as they're getting a meal. And sometimes the buffet is even better because who knows what they're going to want to eat three weeks in advance when they have to RSVP to your wedding. So sometimes the buffet, like you can get what you want as much as you want. If you really like something, you can get more of it. And it's usually cheaper. So don't feel like you have to do a plated dinner, especially if other people in your family have gotten married and have done plated dinners and you feel the pressure. Just really don't if you guys want to save some money and do buffet. Nobody is going to care. Tip number nine is skip giving each other a wedding gift. I know sometimes it's a shocker. Some people don't know that's like a thing where you give each other a gift on your wedding day. Some people are like, I'm already the gift. Why do I have to give them something else? I totally hear you. It's just like extra money and you're already spending so much on your wedding. So honestly, I would just recommend writing a very heartfelt letter or giving something small and sentimental on the day of the wedding. And then maybe on your one year anniversary or five year anniversary, you can give each other you know, maybe a bigger gift, but don't feel like you guys have to give each other a gift on your wedding day because other people do it. And tip number 10, and this one is kind of more just to me. I know other people have used this as well, but if you guys don't know what the Cricut craft machine is, and it's Cricut, um, C-R-I-C-U-T, Google it. So this thing literally saved me, I'm going to estimate thousands, like I'm not even afraid to say it. It saved me thousands of dollars. I DIY'd all of my own wedding signs, like literally everything from our welcome sign to our cake table sign, everything you can imagine. I did all of my guest nameplates. I addressed all of my invitations in calligraphy writing with it. I did everything, literally every customized personalized thing for my wedding with the Cricut. I was not a crafty person. Like I promise you guys, I was not crafty. I did some YouTube videos on this tutorials and I got a hang of it and I fell in love with like crafting it and now I think I'm a pretty crafty person actually and I do sell stuff on Etsy with it so I sell like custom vinyl names and wedding signs that I've done so if you guys have any extra time and any inkling to check this thing out I think they usually run sales especially around Christmas time so when this is up is a great time like Black Friday and you can get it from Michael's Walmart Amazon honestly anywhere and just Google some of the things you Can do with it. There's also a Facebook group like Cricut Wedding Decor or something like that, and there's so many ideas on there. So definitely check that out. It's literally a lifesaver. And just like before buying it, maybe think about the projects that you would want to do with it. Maybe if it's stuff you would be buying on Etsy or buying customized from somewhere else, and price out the materials that you would need. And then kind of just compare from there. But I found it so much more inexpensive. Like I made my bachelorette champagne glasses with their custom names on it. I made iron-on shirts for our honeymoon and for my bridal party. Like it does everything. So check that out. I will have the name of it typed down in the show notes. You guys can reference it. But it's it's amazing. So anyways, that is all that I had for today's episode, guys. I hope you really enjoyed these top 10 budget saving tips. Like I said, these aren't maybe like the best top saving budget tips, uh, but they are the ones that came to mind for me and that, you know, really stuck with me after my wedding. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Maybe I'll do one of these like at episode 20 I'll do another top 10 budget saving tips or something. But anyways, like I said, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys are loving this podcast so far. Or if you are, I would absolutely love if you guys could take 2 seconds to just give me a 5-star review on Apple uh, podcast, because that is how this show can be found. And it would mean the absolute world to me, no pressure, but if you have the extra time and are getting anything out of this, it would mean the world. So I will catch you guys in the next episode and hope you guys are having a great day or night. Bye.